as yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. And today, who's been sleeping with Pauline Hanson now and which national radio show does he panel? I wonder. Hunt for the nude voyeur. We lift the lid on it. Midget criminals on the loose, getting around under the radar. We attempt to tackle them. Got a stash? Need to hide it? Get a child. Irritating noises to drive young people away from shopping centres. What about the oldies? What noises send them packing? Dobbing a hippie. Okay, where's the Virgin Mary popped up now? <laughs> Twister nightclub, Wet and Wild, Coogee Bay Hotel, plenty of possibilities. <laughs> and we're, oh, we're going to blow the lid off another TV Week letters scandal. And have you been tricked into going on holiday no by mean. mistake? And which soap opera plot lines need to be uh, dusted off? Mm. Kathy Godbold will be here to help us with that mm. one. It's all coming up on Get This, where we've got a brand new prize pack, including... A freshwater crocodile a python and several types of lizards. That's working class man. Bit of heritage gear here at Triple M around the nation. It's get this, by the way, in case you're wondering. Good morning, everybody. I'd be Tony Martin. Ed Cavalier's here. Yes. And Richard Marsden is pushing buttons. In a Sticky Fingers t-shirt. My favourite t-shirt of yours, Rich. Really? You like this one? Yep. It's actually one of those vintage ones that they re-release. You know how most vintage shirts don't have the word vintage on them? No. <laughs> you know how they re-release exactly right. those old-looking T-shirts and yeah. they say, Revival! Yeah. Ah, um, so, so that's a re-release. Yeah, it is. But it's a good one. But you've got the album? It's a classic album. No, I don't have... Oh, I have the... Uh, not, I have it on CD. I don't okay, have it. You've got it... Because I've got the remastered one. It's good stuff. Where they've tried to do the zip on the CD. Yeah. Oh, yeah and it's just... It's irregular. It's irregular. It doesn't fit on the shelf with the others. Uh, it has to go and stand in the corner. <laughs> it's an irregular CD. Think about itself. Why doesn't your T-shirt have a real zip on the front? See it, if you were really serious about the stones at Wood. It should do, I mm. know. Mm. I, but I know that if you have the uh, the Warhol designed LP oh, yeah, w- yeah. with the zip on it, it's worth thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's it? right. You've yeah. got to remember to leave it zipped up, though. Don't leave it tackle out around the house. <laughs> it's like the picture disc of My Tacky. Sex Blue Day. Um, How much is that worth? How much is that, that going for? Uh, My Sex? Blue Day. Yeah. What? I was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. About $250. Because I, I know you are a big My Six fan. I do like My well, Six. I know that you like to laugh like this. Ha, ha, ha. People laugh. Ha, ha, ha. That's how that guy used to actually laugh. No, he didn't. He put it on for the, for the disc. Can't get it's me a, with that. You know, it's odd that uh, Richard Marsden, our panel operator, is wearing the oh, Sticky yeah. Fingers T-shirt today. Isn't it? Did you guys see Current Affair last oh, night? Oh, I did. Yeah. Did you tape it? Why have you been keeping that from us? Well, I didn't want you to mention it. I mean, I thought we could just sweep it under the rug. How long were you sleeping with Pauline Hanson, Richard Marsland? We were on not each time, like overall the affair. Yeah, come on. Okay, well, things got hot and heavy about mm-hmm. th- for about three weeks, yeah. mm-hmm. and then it tapered off. Oh, oh, people think we're making this up. They, they think, did. oh, it's just another sketch. I'll no, get this. No. Have. Now listen to this. She's claiming Richard and her had a thing that started in this Canberra motel in 1996 and burnt for two weeks. Burnt is right. I had smoke coming out of my underpants for days. We had to take the smoke detectors out of the room. Not that there was any. It was a Canberra motel room after all. So you can say categorically you never had sex with Pauline Hanson. I'm not saying anything of the sort. She, she was hot. And the constant undercurrent of racism just added fuel to the fire. I can't understand why he would be so aggressive in his denial of something that I believe and many other people believe happened. I'm not denying it. She's the hottest bigot I've ever boned. This is what they said on 60 Minutes. My private life 
is my private life. Oh, leave it out, Pauline. It wasn't that private when we were doing it short bus style over the salad bar at that Canberra knocking shop. Now she not only names the motel and the month it started, she even claims he cooked her dinner there, though the menu is unclear. I'll tell you what was on the menu. One nation tale. Three courses, each one steamier than the one before. But I have absolutely no doubt that Richard and Pauline had a sexual relationship. Of course we did. Look at this. Talk about worn out. I'll never be able to teabag again. I saw him give her quite a, a serious kiss when she stepped out of an elevator. Look, she didn't require a please explain when I suggested going down. Uh, and uh, they disappeared and I didn't see him again for 40 or 50 minutes. In fact, I'd gone to sleep in the car while I was waiting for him to come back. I had a lot to do. It takes quite a while to go round the grounds with Pauline. I mean, she's constantly stopping to bag out the Asians. Don't worry, Pauline. I won't go blabbing to the press with any fire crotch talk. I'm not worried about anything. Her I'm suggestion is that they slept together on what was essentially a first date. So, yeah, very poor form and really a bad reflection on her, I think. Hey, don't blame Pauline. How could she resist my pavement T-shirt and collection of Matthew McConaughey movies? We'll have to wait for the book launch to get Pauline's responses, but we did conduct a straw poll today to see who you believe is gospel and who's telling porkies. I believe in Pauline Hanson more so than... Richard Marslin. I don't like Pauline much, so I'd go for... Marslin. If you slept with her, would you deny it? I would. I believe her. Is it true? Richard Marsden offered to demonstrate the Turkish grip. Please explain. Hey, look, the only way to settle this is with a lie detector, OK? Although she didn't have any trouble detecting me lying beneath her with my... What is it with lie detectors lately? Howard Gipps with that report. Oh, look! The next expose. Wow. The hottest bigot you've ever boned. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Who was second? <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Gerard Henderson. No. no. We deny that categorically. Ruth Ruxton. Uh, Rich, mm. you're never going to be able to teabag again. I know. The it's dream is day. over. I know. I can't do it. Can't be. No more braining. <laughs> <laughs> no more trombone. Friday night to Sunday afternoon is going to be empty. No more, empty, empty. No more trombone, did you say? No, no more, more dunking. No more rainbow cocktails. Oh, it's too early for this sort of confusing talk. <laughs> We've got more important matters to get to. I'm sure we have somewhere on Get This. Ah, thank you very much, Cold Fray, as Ooh. it calls them, with How to Save a Life. How to Shave a Lion. Let's uh, get straight into some Crime Watch. Requesting roadblocks at every exit. How about signing up with the chips, huh? And How about telling me what that clip's from, huh? <laughs> what is it? Chips. Yeah. Well, that was two motorcycle cops. Yep. Uh, Eric Estrada mm -hmm. and the other bloke, as I think he was listed <laughs> in the credits. Yeah. Every episode would begin with a truck on the freeway with badly secured stuff on the back. Yeah. There's just a lot of boxes, usually just cardboard boxes. Uh, yeah. Empty cardboard box deliveries. <laughs> Chaos ensues. <laughs> Top hour of telly. But awesome. here we are at Crime Watch, in case you just joined us. Mm. Richard Marsland has been talking about uh, his sexual relationship with Pauline Hanson. Plainly has been, uh, I think, uh, evasive under questioning. Uh, I don't think there's much plausibility to his story, which seems to be unravelling as more comes out. That's mm. true. Jealous. Thank you, Tony Abbott. <laughs> but what big crime is there out there, Ed? 
Listen, Tone. Yes. Uh, hunt for nude voyeur. Oh, yeah. A nude man- voyeur. <laughs> yeah. Best kind. Uh, is there any other kind? A man caught peeping through a woman's bedroom window in such and such was naked from the waist down, police say. Right. The woman heard noises from outside her something something about from about 10 p.m. on Wednesday night. Mm. Here we go. Now, Whereabouts trying- was this? Uh, Some place I've never heard of. Kurotilla Park or something? Okay. He was described, and here's the thing. We're going to try and see if we can work out who this is. He was mm. described as Caucasian. With a fat stomach. Oh, okay. Who could it be? Mm. Oh, that's unfair. What's more unfair is. I don't think. You're saying Kim Beasley's got a new. He's starting, he's grassroots. (laughs) You know what I mean? He's making his way back. (laughs) One person at a time. He's just he's in the he's in the he's in the yard until about ten PM every night, different house, yeah. just making noises like you should, why doesn't Kim Beasley get back into politics? <laughs> hey? But why no pants for that? Oh, it's just like gets uh, you better press. Sweetening the pot. It was hot. <laughs> it was hot out. So you look out, you go, Yeah, he's got, okay, yeah. I like <laughs> Kim Beasley coming back. Because yep. he may I think he we need to get back behind the Kim Beasley card. Yeah. I think we're pretty much sick of Rudd, and as we've proved time and time again, he's a murderer. And he's got killer wasps <laughs> circling pretty much every building in Australia. Yeah. Armies I mean, of orcs. <laughs> armies of orcs and uh, the army of the undead. He's now... <laughs> Breaking babies. Animating them. I mean, this is all from Peter Costello. Yeah, well, you know, I'm willing to believe it. Compelling stuff, so bring back a pantsless Kim Beasley going door to door. <laughs> window, <laughs> window to window. <laughs> At night. <laughs> Spreading the love around. <laughs> okay. Uh, any crime from you, Mr. Marslin? Um, did you come across this guy who uh, stole all these lizards? Oh, yeah, that was big news. <laughs> and the crocodile mm-hmm. and uh, a few pythons and what have you. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure the exact nuts and bolts of the story, but they arrested him. Uh, he was sort of slumped over the wheel of a car with all the lizards and everything roaming around inside. <laughs> yeah. On the source? I don't know exactly what happened, um, but what I, <laughs> what I find interesting is what the media have done with the reptiles in question and yeah. the Cops who found the reptiles in the car. Oh yeah, they've got them to pose with yeah. like these pink tongue lizards and ah. these really rare pink tongue lizards and blueies and stumpy tails and a freshwater crocodile. Crocodile. Yeah, and like some of the cops you can see are just not into snakes crawling over their ears. Yeah, no. <laughs> nighttime on the news. So wait a second. So they've got they've they've busted them mm. and then the cops have to pose with them Robson style <laughs> yeah. all over yeah. the, all over them. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a Steve Irwin tribute. <laughs> Because I think actually they do come from yeah. uh, one of his maybe oh, really? his auxiliary parks possibly. They, I, I had a friend that tried to buy a macaw. Mm-hmm. It's highly illegal. <laughs> he got busted in a sting because he met someone uh, overseas that said he could get him a, a, a macaw for ten thousand dollars. Wow! And when he went to go to the, the pickup point, it was just an undercover policeman right. saying, "All right, you. There's no macaw. Oh, it's another one on of your way, son. Fauna squad. Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> got to watch out. So you got a lot of cops posing like they're uh, Tara Moss mm. <laughs> on the front of her new book. And the headlines have been great too. What do you got? Uh, police in snappy arrest. Uh, of course. Yeah. In cold blood. Uh, police put the bite on crime. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that whistling noise? I don't know, no, no, sorry, I don't know what that was. No, that was okay. I f- thought I found something, but I didn't. Okay. Let's so who is whistling? No, I'm having sex with Pauline Hanson at the moment. <laughs> of course I'm, you are. I'm a bit distracted. When are you not? Here's a big story out of Kuala Lumpur. Police have detained Ooh. an eight-member group of small robbers dubbed the Midget Gang. That's unfair. Who allegedly confessed to committing 14 break-ins over the last three months. Really? Yeah, after a series of uh, reported thefts from low shelves across the city. <laughs> <laughs> the hall contained no fine whiskies. I'm sorry. 
Uh, all the gang members were diminutive. The mm. Star newspaper reported yesterday without saying whether they were dwarves or just unusually small. <laughs> the gang members confessed to their crimes when they were detained, according to the report. Can you imagine the police lineup for that? <laughs> whole lot of midgets, some people just crouching, Grant Denyer, all there. <laughs> Uh, the arrests came about when residents in a housing area <laughs> alerted police after noticing midgets loitering suspiciously in a field <laughs> near their homes. In a field? Now, if you saw eight midgets loitering in a field, would you immediately conclude criminal gang? Yes. Well, I thought maybe a tornado had lifted up my house and deposited it <laughs> in the magical land of Oz. You wouldn't think that. You wouldn't think low life immediately. <laughs> Why, you'd think it was some sort of forced perspective trick, is what you would think. What's going on out there? Gondry's been at the at the controls around here. It's a Gondry fest. Dear, oh dear. That'll be a great court case, though. Yeah, well, they have to get a midget jury to ensure a fair trial. You know, when they get sentenced, how hard would it be to resist, you know, the eight midgets all just singing, hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to jail we go, as they exit the courtroom. How could you resist doing that? Well, you shouldn't resist it. Why should you? There All you right, go. Richard Marsland is uh, putting a snake on <laughs> in preparation for an exciting new segment next on Get This. It's Ice House, Electric Blue. Coincidence between uh, that song, the title of that song, mm. and the series of uh, adult films. Oh, I'm sure there's... Coincidence? No connection. Have they, they made the transfer to DVD, the Electric Blue no, series? we had them at the video store, oh, and they went up to 40-something. Yeah. It's a pretty long-running serial, and they give Seagal <laughs> a run for his money. I've never seen one. Yes, you have. Uh, you're listening to Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. We've had so many calls during Electric Blue to play a bit more of the Kim Beasley theme. People miss him. Get away from the window, Kim. They miss the theme. Put some pants on. Lisa Sarong. <laughs> Chris Yates has emailed to say we cannot lose Kim Beasley as the leader of the opposition. Well, yeah. Uh, because we're going to lose the Kim Beasley theme music and his endless discussions of cheese. Mm. Oh, leave a cultural gap that will not be easily filled. Uh, uh, filled? Uh, or filled, if you easily prefer. Filled. Um, I believe that you people have a social contract with your listeners to make sure that Kim Beasley stays on as leader. So, you know. I mean, Rudd, it's not really working out with Kevin Rudd, is it? I mean, not as far as I can tell. Uh, this bloke here. Knowing nothing about it. <laughs> Chris Yates uh, has been arguing with people at his work as to whether Rudd is a toff or a puff. Ah, oh, well. We've decided he is, in fact, an amalgam known as a toff. <laughs> Feel free to use this term at your pleasure. Thank you, Chris Yates. <laughs> Thanks, Yates. I. Uh... Need more information. No, I know what he means. Beasley was a gold mine. He it was, was. It was such a gold mine that we had our old prospector voices on. And we're banging some ding ding pots and pans. Time for the dance. <laughs> we got any of uh, Will Ferrell as uh, old oh. prospector Gus Chiggins? Oh, Gus doesn't know about book reading or how to eat in a fancy restaurant. Oh heck, I've been called dirty, lazy, smelly, shifty, kooky. Spooky and Chinese. <laughs> what was that prospector humor? <laughs> I love a wacky old prospector. Shifty. We need our own wacky old prospector on this show. Good, me Reiki. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, other emails we've received. Listen to this. How closely do our, you know? You say stuff on this show, and yeah, you think yeah. nobody will know what I'm talking about. No. We're losing listeners by even mentioning that. <laughs> Uh, Nick Oliver has emailed in to say, Hi there, g'day, this g'day team. Oh, okay. Did you notice those two g'days were exactly the same? It's time to give Peter Russell Clark a little more sizzle. 
Like you, Tony, my brother and I used to rewind to the start of Come and Get It to see if it was, in fact, the same G'day used twice. The result, inconclusive. I believe <laughs> I believe a team of NASA scientists are working on it as we speak. Is that right? Yeah, isn't that interesting? Mm. With Peter, G'day. Russell, G'day. Clark, I think it was the same G'day twice. I think it was the same G'day yeah. twice. In the closing credits, he said, see you later. Yeah. At the end, remember that? Right, yeah. Well, instead of a third G'day. Yeah. Mm. Peter, G'day. Russell, G'day. Uh, See you later. Yeah. We had Simon Pegg on the show the other day, Pegg. and he was saying that Kiefer Sutherland, at the start of 24... Should do that. He, no, he does. <laughs> he just goes, uh, the following takes place between... He just does that once, yeah. and then he just lists them all. 10 a.m., 11 a.m., mm. and then they have to edit it. Yeah. Mm. He can't be bothered saying that whole sentence 24 no, times. No, well, that's fair enough. Mm. Maybe he did in the first couple of series, <laughs> then his agent would have crunched them. <laughs> Stepped in. <laughs> That's all he did in phone booth. You know, in phone booth, he plays a sniper. Oh, but you yeah. never see him until the last scene of the film, and mm. the whole film is just him doing voiceover. So clearly, yeah. he was doing the 24th thing, and then on the same oh. day, I'll just crank out this Joel Shoemaker film. <laughs> <laughs> at lunch. Yeah. At lunchtime. Absolutely. Uh, listen to this. Uh, Nick Oliver also says, by the way, I uh, can only hear the podcast, because I think he might uh, be listening in WA. Uh, is there going to be any contact with the second delivery man at his health camp? He's talking about Greg Fleet and rehab. Damn we have to meet. Uh, I don't think they are, you know, we can't just call in. No. You, no, I don't think. I don't think they've got a studio. No. I don't think he can ring in and do it down the line. <laughs> do can a he? segment. Yeah. yeah. But, but I'm sure he's doing well. The second he escapes from that rehab centre, we will bus. have him on the show. We've got a bus waiting for him out the front, mm-hmm. straight in here. Other emails. Jules uh, wonders if I need a babysitter for my dog, B. Why would you need that, Tony? Oh, because his son just loves Labradors and uh, would come in and, uh, you know, do a bit of chasing the ball around, that sort of gear. Uh, My son uh, cares more for your dog than you, says Jules. (laughs) Well, that may well be true because someone on the old MySpace said Mm. that uh, doesn't Tony know that grapes can be toxic to dogs? Really? So you might be... Poisoning my yeah. dog, and yet a lot of the training has been achieved. I've taught her to climb a ladder by the use of grapes. <laughs> toxic. Clean out I, the gutters. Because I know chocolate is toxic for dogs. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. But it's just like a an iron incinerator, the stomach of the Labrador. <laughs> it can eat like the bumper off your car and not really care. Anything's a snack. It's like a nuclear reactor in there. Nothing feels. I know how she feels. Mm. And in case my dog is listening, uh, our great new segment in the next hour, Schmacko or Snossage, coming up. (laughs) I know she loves it when we play that. (laughs) Trying to guess what the secret sound is. So Schmacko is a Snossage. (laughs) And uh, another important issue is uh, young people, old people. Oh, the wars go on in England. Well, this whole mosquito thing, do they have that at your local shops? Yes, this is the... um, I'll I'll let you explain. It's a high-pitched sound Mm. that only people under 25 can hear. Does that mean you've just... You've just lost that sound, Ed? Well, yeah. Is that what this segment's about? (laughs) You guys are the deafest people I know. The the cans in the the headphones in this studio. (laughs) It's like an air raid siren, you know? (laughs) But we don't have individual... The radio has individual. Anyway, so what is it? It's, it's the most common sight of guests coming in here is putting on the headphones. Like, oh, my God! It's taking them off. So it's a sound that uh, people only under the age of 25 can hear. That's uh, right. And in England, they, they project this sound outside shops. And, to you keep know, kitties away. To keep kitties away. Because the kitties can hear it, the old people can't. That's amazing. Yeah. My local shop is uh, keeping me at bay with uh, Lips of an Angel just constantly <laughs> playing. But that's interesting, isn't it? Do they? Although some shopping centres will play a sound mm. that only old people can hear. Do you know what that sound is? 
No one under the age of 25 can hear that. Mother and son theme. That's it. It's just all they're hearing is silence, the under 25s right now. Wow. What is a sound that only old people can hear? Kids stealing fruit. That was one that, that we could never hear it, but my grand could hear it from 10 blocks away. Kids walking on the lawn. That's true. I'm yep. trying to think of sounds that only people under the age of 25 can hear, like mm. the jokes of Rob Schneider or uh, <laughs> the music of Lily Allen. I don't know. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah, the music of there. Lily Allen. Hello to all the Tool fans out there that I saw throwing full cans of booze at Lily Allen at the big day out. <laughs> oh, well, that's not right. It was meant as a compliment. It was, geez, it was close. <laughs> they hit the one of the horn players. Mm. I, did, I cheered a bit, but I, just, I, I love Lily Allen. But there's something beautiful about a musician being hit by a full can of something yeah. at a concert. Mm. Now, she was very entertaining, but you do have to be of a certain age to enjoy. Twelve. Yeah, <laughs> Lily Allen. Okay. It was a good show, though. Yeah. Who have you thrown something at and did you hit him? <laughs> That's what we're doing next on Get This. Get This. It's just a load of bollocks. It is an absolute load of bollocks. Brought to you by Claire Bear and Nico. Back to bed, guys. Let's get this around the nation. Flora has called to say the dogs can eat grapes, but you've got to peel them first. Well, that's not going to happen. Oh, Flora. <laughs> Come on, Flora. <laughs> Too big a project. The dog will be sitting there. Come on, on the chaise lounge. Faster. Flora. Jan, who's Flora. French, has emailed. What? No, no, he's oh. called in to say that he threw who's eggs Jan? and tomato. Or I'm assuming it's young. Jean? Possibly. Huh? It's pronounced on. Pronounce oh, 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 as you know. <laughs> yeah. He likes to throw eggs and tomatoes on people on <laughs> on boats in Paris. Uh, we were just joking about that that was the phone-in topic. What have you thrown at people? <laughs> good on you. Oh. It's hard to tell when we're serious. It's I hard think. to get a good uh, a good throw when you're on the bicycle with yeah. the onions around the neck and the baguette <laughs> hanging out the back with the beret on. It's like hard. they all are. It's hard to get a proper... Yeah. I'm sure okay. he did it, though. I think we're straying into accidental races. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we don't like that. So what are we having? What are we going to have some music? Oh, yes, Tone. Yep. Play, uh, do you know how to play keyboard? Oh, I don't really. Uh, can you just play the same four notes over and over again? Same then? four notes over and over yep. again. Uh, Rich, yeah. could you get into some slightly Western attire? Mm. Uh, have okay. some slightly, uh, I don't know, sort of, not strange lyrics, but different lyrics going on but yep. throughout the next three and a bit minutes. What are you going to do? Me? I'm off. Two, three, four. That's good time. Yeah. Well done. Just the same thing over and over. That'll do us. Whenever you're ready, Rich. Maybe tell us uh, how you got to work today. Okay. Here's another. How's that? I'll sing now. Okay. Okay. We took a back. Ah, that's Bones by the Killers. Here we get this, where it's time to ascend the all-new Talkback Mountain. <laughs> Oh, beautiful work. Ah. Matty D on the pots and pans under the supervision okay. of Richard Marsland. I'm hearing King Missile's detachable peanuts. Mm. Yeah. I'm hearing a bit of drum doing whatever that thing is. Yeah. And you play yeah. that ding, ding, ding. The yodeling in there. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Good work, Rich. It's avant-garde. Really, I had nothing Great to do work. with it. I just suggested the song. The Velvet oh. Marsland. Matt's been having uh, smoke <laughs> coming out of the pots today because it, he had less than an hour to make it sound like Richard had been sleeping with Pauline Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> Richard wasn't helping. Now... <laughs> Yes, I must apologise for my performance in that. <laughs> hey, what about holidays? Let's oh, talk about holidays. Have you ever been tricked into going on holidays? Yes. Is that our topic today? How does yeah. that work? Well, in your uh, Something magazine this mm. week. Oh, I love it, uh, Something. New right. idea, there yeah. it is. Mm. 
Glenn McGrath, Australian cricket star, has said that he's uh, he's going to hit the road with his family. So mm. he's got a, so you know, he's a fairly wealthy dude. He's sure. going where he wants. What's he doing? He's got a caravan. They're going to drive around Australia for a bit with the family in the back. Oh, right. I mean, that's a that's a rip off if you hit his kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's like, technically child abuse, I would have thought. Because I, I, and I can relate. Because when I was a kid, it was just oh, yeah. constant. You know, I went, when I remember once my mum said, "You're going on holiday with your uh, uncle and your auntie and your cousins." And I was like, "Yes!" And we all piled into the back of my uncle's car. And I noticed that we were going through country New South Wales, and the only things we seemed to be stopping at were car dealerships. Oh yeah. And I found out years later that what they were actually doing, they were just looking for a car for my auntie. And oh. my uncle was so obsessed with saving cash yeah. that he was convinced it was cheaper to buy one on the you know on the border of other places. So that's what we were. We were just driving around the border looking for the cheapest possible Mitsubishi Magna, and passing it off as a holiday. Yeah, wow. I was in there for two weeks. What about? Did you ever have to pile the awful whole family into a tiny caravan nah. and tour around so that <laughs> the arguments could be contained <laughs> in a much smaller space? Soundproof. We were just all because we lived in Thames yeah. at the bottom of the Coromandel Peninsula in New Zealand, and we would always go to this really crappy <laughs> caravan park on the other side of the peninsula, and yeah. we could tell that that's where we were going. We're going there again, aren't we, for a fight? <laughs> and then one day, it's, no, we're going somewhere else. And he's driven up the peninsula. Oh, we're going somewhere new, and he's driven all out the peninsula and around the other side and come at the caravan park from a different angle, like that was a different holiday because we were approaching it from a different direction. And then one time, we've cracked the shits about this, and he's gone, all right, all right, we'll go to a great place and we've gone and parked the caravan in a caravan park that was only about 10 blocks from our house <laughs> we've had a two-day holiday in our own town <laughs> like we could have just driven home to watch telly in about seven minutes <laughs> now nah, this is a holiday That's you complained right. about Pawanui. we're not going there again there this is a holiday now That's awful That's pretty typical and really. always i was saying i think there's just constant you know girlfriends trying to get you to go on you know, awful week-long beach holidays. Oh, I'm not sitting on a beach. Oh, what do you want to do? Oh, we just sit on the beach and what talk? What sunbake? I mean, <laughs> nothing there. There's no televisions on the. When open some cinemas on beaches, and I'm there. I'm, I thought that that whole melanoma business finally put this going to the bed <laughs> beach business to bed for once and for all. I can't even talk properly. I'm so angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About that caravan still, years later. The scars, the emotional scars. Is you, Rich? I have some emotional scars. Uh, Bad holidays when I was a kid, my my uncle ran a sheep station, massive sheep station, thousands and thousands of acres. Yeah. Wow. Great holiday destination for a kid because we thought it would just be two weeks of fanging around on motorbikes. (laughs) Got there, ended up being child labour work camp. Uh, I hear you, I hear you, brother. It just happened to be shearing season. Isn't that bizarre? And we need a roustabout yeah. <laughs> and so I had to pick up you know sweep out sheep did you ever have to grab the balls the, the discarded balls off the balls I, there was no uh, sheep tea bag <laughs> arrangements um, because every time all, you get there yeah. oh all of a sudden the motorbikes are out of commission yeah, the yeah. horses don't want to be ridden yeah. and all this wasn't sort of that stuff? Your, your first job uh, picking just, up discarded testes I, on a farm I realised it was part of my holiday now that Rich has brought it up but you had a special tool for it my hands I call them lefty and righty <laughs> Great fun. Though. Born oh, with tools for that. Okay. Have you been tricked <laughs> into going on a terrible holiday? Call us now, one triple three five three. Ah, yes, Chris Isaac. Somebody's calling or crying. <laughs> I know somebody is calling today. It seems to be a topic that a lot of people uh, can identify with. Have you Great. tricked into being uh, going on a shocking holiday? Who's been going first? Hi, Manny. How are you? Hey, God. What is it going? How are you going? Oh, excellent. What happened? What happened? Okay. Well, I was um, invited a 
continuously year after year to my in-laws holiday destination which is Inverloch in um, oh, yes. you know where Inverloch is yes and um, when I was seven months pregnant being very hormonal as you get when you're seven months pregnant mm-hmm. I decided to accept this invitation and was told many times we didn't have to worry or bring anything because accommodation and everything will be taken care of we'd have tents and beds and everything we need we get there uh, somebody else has taken the tent they've offered it to somebody else as well and they've taken it and being seven months pregnant I ended up sleeping a few nights in the back of my four-wheel drive with no cushioning or anything else oh, so that was a wonderful <laughs> holiday for me oh. yeah yeah that's uh, same again next year everybody <laughs> yeah. have a newborn that baby again. that'd be great won't be doing that one again would have been described as something much better than that in the brochure though I'm sure <laughs> yeah at least what's his name had a caravan He's yeah that's true McGrath so, <laughs> so true do you think uh, Glenn McGrath's uh, up to something there I mean you know oh I see yeah uh, a scam? Yeah. What, what, oh, possibly. All right, Manny, she's in. Thanks. <laughs> Hi, thank you, Manny. Hi, Michael. How are you? How you doing, mate? I'm excellent. What happened? Uh, my dad used to take us to a caravan park when we were younger up in uh, Wyong, up mm-hmm. in the entrance. Yeah, but we found out later that he had a girlfriend, which is two caravans down from us. <laughs> oh, you're joking. He's juggling caravans. <laughs> oh, dear. So it's and a kind of Boeing-Boeing arrangement. So you're sitting in your caravan, two two caravans down. It's a rockin', and you're just wondering where Dad's hopped off to every night. Yeah, but the thing is, he took my whole family with us. Oh, <laughs> that's I not got two, cool. i got two brothers, two sisters, and me. <laughs> that's not cool, Michael. <laughs> I've just got to pop next door with the ice bucket. Yeah, dear, <laughs> dear. Well, there you go. So I guess you haven't been on many caravan holidays since. Yeah. No, not since then. Nah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm just waiting for our next caller to be uh, David Oldfield. <laughs> They're on a fantastic holiday to Canberra. <laughs> hi, motel. Hi, Leon. How are you? I'm good, mate. Yourself? Excellent. What happened? Um, yeah, when I was about eight years old, we'd already been on a couple of outback holidays to the middle of nowhere, and <laughs> we, we were told, you know, great places like White Cliffs and Broken yeah. Hill and stuff, so we were told that we were going to visit family this school holidays, and that ended up being a trek to Victoria, to a place called um, Mount Feathertop in Victoria. Oh. I wasn't very impressed on the two-day hike to the top of the cabins at the mountains. <laughs> And uh, when we did finally get there, we found out that on uh, at, at dusk every evening, these blowflies would come out of the bushes, which were virtually about the size of a 50-cent piece. And when they hit you, they used to leave bruises on you. <laughs> I can remember going back to school and the kids thinking that my brothers had given me a good hiding because I was covered from head to toe in bruises. This has been attacked by blowflies. Leon. A blowfly hailstorm. Oh, yeah, big so, time. So you get to the destination <laughs> and then, you know, your mum or your dad, whoever, was who took you said all right kids pack your stuff only two days left to get where we're going uphill oh that was common common for us as kids we were always oh, taken into the bush mount feathertop an amusement park till i was about 16. <laughs> it sounds so soft mount feathertop leon can mm. i suggest perhaps your parents were trying to lose you guys <laughs> yeah, somewhere along the line uh, look everyone everyone enjoys the odd evil dead style holiday thank you who's okay. going next hi rick how are you yeah, good thing, Ted. Ah, uh, good, mate. What happened? Uh, listen, I, I drive a truck for a living, right? Yep. And my brother lives way out the country and he's got to move house. So he wants me to spend my Easter weekend driving up there and spending four days moving house for him. Oh, <laughs> that old one. That's terrible. Are you going to do it? No way. No. <laughs> no. I know some... It's a holiday. There's a lot of people who do this who combine things. Yeah, a friend of mine... 
it's a holiday because I've never been there. Yeah, oh, yeah, heaps good. And it's probably a holiday too because you've never lifted his chest of drawers. Yeah. But how much fun is that? Oh, I don't move furniture, mate. That's, that's ridiculous. Oh, well, fair <laughs> enough. I was uh, once invited round to the house of somebody in the original Degeneration cast. And I'm going, what's he inviting me to his house for? I've never been to his house. I get round there and he's got like two truckloads of firewood he needs carrying up three stairs. <laughs> and you know, if I need firewood lifted, you're the man I'm thinking of, Martin. Absolutely. <laughs> Twigs for arms, lifting firewood. Hello, Michael. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you guys going? Excellent. What happened? Mate, my family's got an idea that holidays aren't really holidays, they're more a working bee. <laughs> and um, uh, every, every year, every Christmas, we'd go and it'd be moving a house, it would be doing this or that. Cool. But the absolute cracker was going to my sister's place in Adelaide and uh, they've got all these blackberry bushes at the bottom of their garden. They thought, well, it might be a nice idea to uh, remove all those. So uh, they sent us down there with some shovels and some gloves. <laughs> and uh, about four days later, covered in cuts and cracks and everything, we'd made a small dent in it. And the next door neighbours with similar blackberry bushes just got the council to come in with a, a, a earth mover and moved them out for nothing. And, oh, mate, it was just Holiday. a nightmare. It would be so good. Oh. What is it with all these working bee Black vacations? These yeah, vac- I refuse to go on holidays with my family now if there's any kind of work involved. Uh, we go on a sightseeing bee. <laughs> Vacation bee. A lot of heavy lifting. That's what you want on holiday. That's right. You work all year and then it's time to go on a holiday and uh, do some more work. <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you everyone who called with thank an absolute... Sorry we can't get to everyone. That's beautiful. Absolutely terrible holiday. This is the show to call. We're going to uh, cheer things up in the next hour because uh, Kathy Gobble yeah. is going to be joining us. She's been in a few of them, uh, what are they called? Soap, soap operas. Soap operas. And she's just the person to mm. throw our bad new soap mm. opera plot line mm-hmm. ideas because they're getting repetitive. I don't yeah, know if you've seen the Neighbours in the Home sick of it. New ideas. Mm. Bloke called up the other day, Neighbours versus Predator. Awesome. That's Best funny. idea I've heard all year. Yep. More of that, please, in the next hour. Get this. Don't think your family and friends are safe because nobody is. Brought to you by security man Dan, who says vote one cavalry to be the new GE Money Genie. Good afternoon, everybody. It's hour two of Get This and some fake applause for Kathy Gobble. Hey, Kathy, you've done some radio, haven't you? A long time ago. The last time was about eight, nine years ago, and it was actually at uh, another station, but part of Hysteria. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I did Midnight Till Dawn. Midnight. Ah. I was so popular, you know. So. Who was on with you? Do you remember? Um, uh, no, I don't actually, because one ended up being an ex-fiancé, so oh, he, okay. he doesn't deserve. Yeah, that's oh, uh, break two. Awesome. I think we're discussing yeah. that in detail. <laughs> yeah, he's coming in. He's coming in. It's going to be oh great. God, we'll watch for the hairy monster. Seriously, <laughs> the hairy monster. Seriously needs like waxing done. Who could that be? Oh God! Oh, not that. That uh, Khalid Muhammad uh, terrorist bloke. <laughs> you were married to him. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, well. Beyonce to him. Sorry. Sorry. No, it, it lasted one week. I don't mind. One oh, week? Right. Oh. Yeah. yeah Had good. a few yeah, of those. Fit right in. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> and did you ever uh, play Secret Sound on radio? Did you do that? No, I didn't. Here's a. Uh, allowed to now? Well, in some parts of the country, this is the Secret Sound. What is that? Uh, Brisbane listeners are baffled. Yeah. Uh, Can't work it out. Um, Bit of it in Melbourne overnight, uh, but. 
So it's sort of rain where you look up and it's rainy. You go, great, and you look down and the ground's dry. It's a, it's a day in Melbourne where it's really hot and then it goes, oh, four seasons in if, one day. If you're go. in your car, though, turn that up real loud, Richard. Oh, Seriously? it's a great sound in your car, isn't it? Dry noise. Yeah. At least we take the weather seriously <laughs> here at Triple M. Oh, we are your early to mid-80s synth-pop connection. Get this around the nation on Triple M. Mm-hmm. Flock of Seagulls, I ran some more applause, please, for Kathy Godbold, who's Hello. here. Hello. Used to do a bit of radio herself. Did you ever get into any trouble on radio, any controversy? Oh, uh, no, only, well, occasionally when I stuffed up. And yeah. I swore a few times. Oh, Would really? You? We leave that to the listeners on yes, this program. Yes, we do. No, it's not really. I didn't get in trouble. Did you uh, learn how to panel? Nervous. Did you learn how to no. trip the light fantastic? Well, this, was, this is all new, what you guys have got here. This like, is new. No. This, <laughs> this is, in fact, the original is... panel uh, from yeah. 1980. First, well, the one next door, the mirror image of this, was mm. the first one ever used in commercial FM radio. Mm. Yeah. We didn't have computers. Ah, oh, oh, that's right. true. Those so, have been added. How old am I? Well, no. <laughs> yes, I'm just playing everything off acetate. <laughs> in those days. <laughs> what about that Alan Jones? Is he in some sort of trouble? Oh, I've got to be careful. Do, didn't he do so he's named somebody or he's something? He's named yes. somebody he shouldn't have. Uh, what did he do? He uh, said something. Yeah, he's named somebody. Uh, who's, I think, underage. I think, uh, I think maybe. I'm trying to get all the details. But yeah. you, Where are you trying to get them from? <laughs> uh, from news.com.au. Ah, good job. <laughs> it look, that looks like YouTube to me. A cat <laughs> leaping backwards into a sink is uh, not going to tell us about some Judas <laughs> But There's Alan's a great gossip site called PerezHilton.com. Oh, well, we yeah. think that he, if it's like oh. vampires, if we because he's like the head of the gossip columnist, yeah. if we kill him <laughs> as head vampire, will all the other gossip columnists just fade away as well? No. No. What have well, you been, I will take over. What have you been reading on there, on Perez Hilton? Oh, he just has naughty sites, really. Naughty well, sites? not naughty sites, oh, but damn. all the pictures that you can't publish in oh, any magazine. Yes, yes. Just oh. the full-on boobs and, and any, down below. Blow. Down below, down here. below, oh, wow. yeah. Yeah, but, bit of tea bagging, bit of wow. upskirting, something for everybody. <laughs> Didn't Nicole Kidman have to learn how to tea bag for her next film? What <laughs> is that? What's going on in Baz's latest journey? I might go along. Yeah, this might be the first Nicole Kidman flick oh, I've ever paid for. No, it, actually, Kathy is onto something. Days of Thunder Two, the tea bagging <laughs> era. Oh. No, Baz Luhrmann has had Nicole Kidman uh, castrating bulls on oh, a farm yep. in preparation for her new film. <laughs> Oh, oh she doesn't have much luck with men <laughs> or, or animals. <laughs> what is going to be happening in that movie? Something good by the sound. I've got. To, I can get a gig. They're going to need someone to pick up the discarded testicles. I've got industry experience. That was Ed's first job. There it is. It's all you. Was that when you? Was that a triple M thing? Was that yeah, something? It's part of the Black Thunders. It's part of the. It's part of what they call the initiation. You, but this you do to get on air. Yeah. They're suggesting. Are they suggesting Alan Jones might be going to prison? Uh, yes. Like, possible jail term after he's found to have broken the law that prohibits the naming of juvenile witnesses in court oh, cases. Okay. What did you say, Eddie? Probably be looking forward to a bit of prison time. <laughs> <laughs> Showing up at it's work in the costume with the arrows on it that he's made himself. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. Waving the flag for the prison system. Okay, so what was uh, the biggest controversy you were in? Like in the women's mags? Did you ever uh, cop it from them? I did, actually. And, and Did you? It, Come on, out with it. I did this photo shoot. Baby bum. Shush. I did this photo shoot. Yeah. Photo shoot, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, With the guy that I was on uh, Home and Away with. Yes. And it looked like I was naked, but I wasn't. Totally totally was not. And the photographer was an absolute sleaze. And he ended up selling the photos 
to the um, to a UK mag for eighty oh. grand per photo. But what do you wow. mean? It would look like you were naked. Well, it was you know the arty cover up the, oh. the bits here and there, and, and they did make they ch- it look. Were they sort of adjusting it with Photoshop? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally adjusted. Is that right? Totally but adjusted. My mum saw them and said, <laughs> we, "We're burning those photos right now, right here." Wow. So she she literally took them over to the sink and burnt them. Right. But he'd made copies and he sold them in the UK. Yeah, obviously she'd have to go down to the news agents with a flamethrower <laughs> to really do that job properly. <laughs> wow, we've not had any of that kind of stuff. Thousand dollars a yeah. photo. Mm. Let's 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 get a let's get some going. You know, the four of us. Let's you know, obviously tasteful. We can yeah. make some real money, guys. But you don't. Why should we get a photo? What do you put down as tasteful? Well. Uh. Well, it could be just this. You could just lean backwards so that your stomach's sticking out slightly. And then, baby bump. Ah, there it is. Giselle's baby bump. Look at that. Is that a baby bump? Uh, It's just a dress bump, isn't it? It's a sandwich bump. Just had something to eat. 80,000. <laughs> no, it's great, the women's bags. Have a look at this for a classy headline in the New Weekly this week. Misha's boozy spew. Oh. <laughs> like she hasn't done that before. Oh. Misha Barton has what? thrown up in the street. It's made international news. <laughs> Tonsil insiders say. Yeah. It was a very classy spew, though. It was, it? In, it was in autumn colours. <laughs> Dior has uh, commissioned it as a new spray. <laughs> <laughs> Oda Street. Sorry about this, Kathy. We've dragged you down to our level. Well, Dior are about to do their new runway show, mm. and they're using the Great Wall of China. Oh, really? It's how about time hell? for somebody found a use for it. Well, well, it's going to take ages. How is a model going to cross the Great mm. Wall of China when they don't eat? Oh. They've got various substances up their nose and oh, butt right. or wherever. <laughs> really? How are, you, are they going to walk the Great Wall The of entire China? length before you get to do that little turn and yeah. surely look backwards. It's a long way. It's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> out. Okay, look, we want to talk about, you mentioned Home and Away. You were on that. Mm. You were also on Neighbours. Mm. Uh, Did we, a double. We want to get double some. Whim. You weren't the same character. You didn't do the Earth no. 2 crossover. <laughs> no, I died in one. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, we're looking for new plot lines for them. It's mm. part of our ongoing good works here at Get This. That's Tom Petty freeballing here and get this around the nation on Triple M. Thank you, Damien, for reminding me of the correct title of that song. Kathy Godbold is with us. Hello. She's done a fair bit of telly, and we're looking for somebody who's done some telly so we can try out our dopey plot suggestions. Please do. But just going through the uh, back catalogue, you were in that uh, movie we've talked about a few times, Blonde, the Marilyn Monroe story. Oh. Yeah. You know, I had two lines. Oh, this is more than most. And, um... Poppy Montgomery. Yeah, she was Marilyn. She, yeah, during the scene she just had enough and she put her hand up to the director and said, talk to the hand because the face ain't listening. Oh, she didn't, did I'm she? Like, oh, really? no, this, this, this is straight from a film. How could you behave this way? Wow. You lucky girl, you've got this great movie. And she seriously said that line that you... you you're out of, you know, well, comedy sort of sketches, but she said that. You say you've only got two lines, but it is. If you ever see that on Foxtel, it's huge name Aussie actors just coming in yeah. and saying, uh, two minutes, Miss Munro. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they do. They've got less to do yeah. than Tom Long and that Bradley John Murdoch the other day. <laughs> but they're great, those uh, ones where it's filmed in, you know, like Australia and pretending it's Beverly Hills. Can't get enough uh, of that. Yeah. Where they'll just cut from some palm trees to a gloomy <laughs> rainscape. <laughs> okay, you're in that. Yep. What about uh, The King? This new thing with uh, yeah. Stephen Curry as uh, Graham Kennedy, the King, of course. You are. I actually play my own mother because she was wow. the one that Graham Kennedy said the F word to. 
Oh. He did what was called at the time the bird call. Yes. Yeah. So my mum was on on IMT. Which Rosemary Morgan. Yes, Rosemary Morgan. So I guess the easiest person to cast was her daughter. Yeah. So it was pretty freaky dressing as my mum and the, and the wig and the family members seen the footage yet and uh, no they haven't I just I just hope they like it but here's you know. where I remember Rosemary Morgan from you go to the movies the slides you know the slides. Yeah. Come to Jim's Hardware. Oh, her voice. Of, she did a lot of those. <laughs> Thinking about carpet? Of course you are. Always delicious photographs of bolognese in those ads. Yeah. Jesus. She was the Tarnoff lady. I don't know if oh, Tarnoff, yeah. What's Tarnoff? Tarnoff? Yeah, I remember that well, ad. What's Tarnoff? We've got rid of all the um, splotchiness on silver. Yeah. Oh. That, that's what she's known as. That was a big ad. Still say. The Tarnoff lady. Tarnoff. I love those. Do they still have the slides at the centre? They do. Yep. Yeah. Very early on. Mm. You've literally got to sit through one session mm. and just hang around for 40 minutes till the next one starts. At the very start, they'll, cr- they'll, they'll crank on. slick, though. They've sort of done it on a computer now. I liked it when they would sort of judder across <laughs> and the voiceover would be struggling to keep it's up. It's a guy with a screen just pushing them on, dragging them off. Mostly for uh, food court restaurants with uh, fake marble tables. Oh, <laughs> oh my kind of place. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. the king. I mean, did you do any scenes with Curry as Kennedy? What's it I looking did. like? The, Is it the two of us? And I thought, oh god, he's so yummy. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. You know, offset. Now we're I'm getting just somewhere. Like, oh, you're, you're so hot. Yeah. And then <laughs> oh, there was Kennedy. there was a rap party, yeah. and he turned up with this exotic looking, just uh, supermodel, uh, divine, plus actually nice, uh, and. and had a brain. Really? Yeah. Was his girlfriend for like seven years. Oh, so he claims. Was yeah. not happy. <laughs> Founder and showcast <laughs> would be my guess. Sorry, Stephen. Not happy. Hey, uh, speaking of, you know, hot and fruity, weren't you in chances? You were. Oh, well, I suppose I was only 16 at the time. Oh, okay. Oh, so, you know, it's the I'm end of that chat. Oh, <laughs> right. We don't want to head into Alan Jones territory. I've wow. just never seen so much arse in my life. Yeah. Until you came in here. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been here earlier. <laughs> Right. You know what I love? I have to say this is the Brown album, which you did. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Too. Now, how many years ago was that? That was 12 years ago. Me and Malloy did the Brown album. The and a year later, Primus did the Brown album. Uh, yeah, yeah. But the best fart jokes in, a, in Australia, <laughs> perhaps in the world. Well, we aim for, you You're know. You're a genius. We've got high standards. <laughs> when it comes to fart jokes, we expect nothing but top quality gear. So if you can get it, go out and buy the Brown album. Barjas is now on uh, YouTube because the ABC refused to release. It. So the nerds, God bless them, have gone, well, right. we'll just put it up for free. So if you've never seen Barjars, mm-hmm. lower your standards a tad and get onto YouTube. Yep. All 10 episodes up there. Mm. Um, <laughs> hey, we're not talking about things that I've done. Why? We're here to bag you out. Okay, go. Go to the bag. No, no, no. We're no, talking no. about Neighbours and Home and Away. <laughs> Okay. Always looking for new ideas oh, yeah. for these shows. Are you saying that some of them are in ratings trouble? Don't say anything that's going to get us into trouble, Richard. No, wait, no. It was an One actual. Is. I think One it was is. an article. Is it neighbours and they're throwing lesbian kisses? And yeah. yeah, a lot of big t- plot twists and neighbours oh. is in trouble. Things aren't going well at so, Burnsboro. if they put me in it, it'd be fine. There oh, you go. Okay. Well, yeah. there's the first idea. <laughs> what do you think, <laughs> Kathy? What kind of character are you thinking? Oh, look. I haven't got that far. Well, oh, okay. we've got a bit of okay. Wolf Mother for you to work that <laughs> yeah. out. And we'll be back with new ideas for the soaps on Get This. Thank you, Wolf Mother, here at Get This Joker and the Thief on Triple M Around the Nation. Kathy Godbold is with us. She's been in Neighbours. She's been in Home and Away. Just tell us, who were your characters again? Oh, God, we're going back 15 years. That's mate. all right. We go back further than that on this show. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, home in a way, I, I played a girl who died of leukemia on okay. the beach. Mm. Yeah, all right. We can cross was, that plot that line Meg. off. Yes, yes, cross that one Don't off. Don't need that one again. That's bringing everyone down. Oh, it's the highest rating storyline of Home in a Way ever. Yeah, it's it a great good. idea. There should be more of it. What was that? No, what? they have. They've copied the bloody cancer storyline uh, in every show uh, since. Yeah, they really. Yeah, you started <sighs> it, right? Yeah. Did then, you come back, though? Were you someone yes, who's... I was a ghost. <gasps> Seriously. Okay. Are you serious? No, I'm absolutely serious because the ratings were so good. They thought we'd like to bring it back. So for a couple of eps, I was a ghost. Now, how were the effects done? So much fun. What? What was just a sheet over you, or (laughs) yeah, the eyes cut up? (laughs) No, no, I was just me. But you know, people were talking to me who were going slightly insane and thinking music underneath, like creepy music underneath. Yeah, of course. It was. It was so much fun. All right. Okay. That's and, what and was one? on Neighbours. What did you? What did uh, they have you doing on that? Uh, uh, Neighbours was only a couple of weeks, and uh, basically played a slut. Oh, um, slut! Um, yes, yeah, tried second. to take Jeez. all the men away from the uh, you know nice innocent girl. How did you oh. go? Um, not too good. Yeah. Who did you score with on the show? <laughs> Guy at the time called Darren. Oh, Darren. Is that Michaelson? No, no, no. He's long since moved into ghost status. That actor. <laughs> Uh, okay, so there's uh, that, and, and then chances. What what was your plot line on chances? Were you a victim of the vampire? Um, yes, I was actually. <laughs> really, that was my very final scene. Wasn't that Mark Neal, the comedian Mark Neal? No, it actually was played by Jeremy Sims. Oh, and then the I buttocks. Think it, the butt man. Yeah. Nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was his catchphrase. Yeah, nice ass. Just look blue, stealing himself in the mirror, going nice ass. But they got rid of me because, well, they called me into the office and said, we'd like to sign you for a whole new, uh, new series oh, and actually a whole new year, but we'd like you to uh, have a nudity clause. Uh, like, I'm 16. I have no boobs. I have no nothing. Uh, what are you oh, going to show me doing? We can drop them in later. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, so I sort of said, no, thank you. Okay, so slut in one, dead in another, refusing to be nude in the third. Oh, and two, two different storylines on Blue Healers. Oh, oh yes. As a, a different prostitute. <laughs> it's so, a different prostitute. Oh, 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 How did you know. delineate between the two? Well, talent, baby. You yeah. know, I did my homework. All right, these are great. So you, these okay. are the elements of new plot lines. Richard claims neighbours struggling a bit in the ratings. Well, I mean, it's not me claiming. I mean, the numbers bear me out. It's in the news. Yeah. When <laughs> they call, we'll say it. was in the paper yesterday. Okay, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Reputable. So they're, they're looking for new ideas. So, now, yeah. they, now I've just had a look on uh, some of the old websites mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Now, have a listen to this. This is one that we didn't have anymore. Kerry Bishop, pregnant with Joe Mangle's child, wades into the wetlands to protest at the opening of another duck hunting oh, season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets shot by a stray hunter's bullet. Of course she does. Mm. That's excellent. Okay. Wetland shootings. <laughs> Wetland shootings cross that one off the list now greg fleet killed daphne yeah that's right with uh, a brick well he claims it was a house brick but uh, richard thinks he ran her down <laughs> i'm not sure <laughs> either way she was dead okay. there was some sort of car daphne. accident wasn't there so i, I wanted I'm... her hair do so bad <laughs> <laughs> so did greg so what I... hence the carnage <laughs> so what i'm thinking is that every every couple of episodes let's say neighbors if yeah. the ratings are down a little bit mm-hmm. Fleet just wanders past in the background holding a brick. Oh yes, <laughs> he could go. He could go at any minute at anybody, and it's 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 riveting watching. You don't know who it's, Greg's going to throw it at. He's just We're, looming like sort of death in the background, holding a brick. Yeah. All right, these are ideas. We're not just looking for new ideas. Perhaps what we're really looking for is old ideas that Classics. have worked in the past that we can revive. Classics. Your top three storylines to guarantee viewers. Yes. This is a fact. Yep. Is a death. 
Death. Birth or a marriage. Death, birth, marriage. Yeah. Original, the same original. day. Yeah. What about it was all a dream, like that series of Dallas, the great. whole thing yeah. turned out to be a dream. That was great. Wasn't there a series of the Dukes of Hazard where they subbed in two different blokes? Yes. The cousins? Yes, that's oh, right. Yeah. That's Remember very that? true. Remember that? Because the, the two guys were off having uh, music careers? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> the Brady Bunch, they spent one a whole episode with the next door neighbours who you'd never seen before. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what Angelina Jolie's trying to do, like a Brady Bunch kind of <laughs> yeah. start up a whole new... Other plot lines that could come back. My wife watches EastEnders, and every now and then they'll just go to Spain. <laughs> they'll just go to Spain, and it'll be carry on abroad for six or seven shows in a row. Fantastic. Other plot lines that should come back. Richard. Well, you know what is a nice device that they're using nowadays? And I'm a big fan of Love My Way. I had its finale last night yeah. right, on yep. Foxtel. A lot of things on that show happen off screen. So characters get married, uh, other things are revealed, but you yes. never actually see it happen. Right. You just find out about it three episodes later. It's oh. really intriguing. It keeps you interested. Wow. Yeah. What so a, that's, that's an interesting what idea. What about Maybe Fun Park people. Accident? Yeah. We haven't, good. Have, have we seen one of those for a while? CSI yeah. did one, though. Did but they? Then that's not that's a show. That's not a show. That's, yeah. that's class. That's How serious drama. Was it? Did oh, uh, David Caruso take his sunglasses off? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well. Was it that <laughs> That serious? never happens. <laughs> He originally just did that as a joke. Oh, uh, did he? In the first episode. Well, acting. To, to crack, yeah, well, that too. <laughs> just to crack everyone up. Oh, and really? he kept it in. Because, right? yeah. It's all yeah. about the yucks. You can't take off sunglasses <laughs> since uh, Robert Stack in Airplane Stroke Flying <laughs> High. <laughs> Another pair underneath. <laughs> Greatest gag in the history of cinema. <laughs> all right. Old ideas, plot lines from the past that we should bring back to help the flagging fortunes of our soap operas. Right. It's as simple as that. <laughs> One triple three five three. Get this. If it was turned into calamari, the rings would be the size of tractor tyres. Brought to you by Heidi, the happy truckie, who promises free beer for all. Not for me, thanks, Heidi. I'm already shit-faced. 13, 12, 53. Hey, it's good. It's around the nation. Kathy Goldbold is here. She was in Neighbours. She was in Home and Away. She's ready to judge your suggestions for new plot lines <laughs> now, that could f- revive the sh- fortunes of the show. Flagging fortunes. Now, I just need to say quickly uh, thank you to Chris. Thank mm. you to Aaron who called in. And another person who called in to say that uh, Harold Bishop should jump the shark Fonzie style literally on a yeah. motorbike. There's a there's a shark in the Lassiter's pond, and he jumps it on a motorcycle. Touche. Uh, but firstly, we're going to go to John. How are you? Hey guys, how you going? Excellent. What uh, what do they need? I think maybe Toady could find like an alien spaceship that has a special suit in it, Greatest American Hero style. Yes. Oh yes. And they could they could bring it on next month to tie it in with Cape Look as a costume. Oh. <laughs> this bloke is thinking. John, That's get great. yourself down here. We have an ideas tank. We need to throw you into. <laughs> Tell me something, uh, John. What kind of powers does he get? Um. Well, mm. flying. Power of acting. <laughs> He can't, he can't use it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Super strength, but he can't use it. I love the drama, John. I love the drama. Yeah, you remember in the Greatest American Hero, he couldn't, he didn't know how to fly the thing properly. Yes. Was always crashing. That was, that was, that was good. That was fantastic. Great theme music. Believe I think neighbours might hire you. Yeah, Jody <laughs> doing that song. John, you're a genius. Better not told he's walking on it. <laughs> Could work. Hi, James. How are you? Good. How are you? Excellent, sir. What do they need? I think, I think we've all had enough of Sally on Home and Away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. She's Fair the enough. nicest person. In- oh. So what, do you, so what, what should happen? Molly Style from a country practice. 
We need to fade away when she's lying on the couch. Yeah. Oh, then I've done that. <laughs> Did you have the single candle when you died? That was what they always had when... And, J- and James, are you thinking bring her back as a ghost for a while or just get rid of her all completely? <laughs> I think we just need to let her go once and for all. Is that right, James? Yeah. Put her out to pasture. Yeah. She's oh. done, I think. Her goose is cooked. She's done. <laughs> but he's, he's got to fade away on the couch. I mean, has anyone ever been burned at the stake uh, on these shows? Used of witchcraft. <laughs> there needs to be more witch burning than this shows. mangle went close. Uh, hello, Aaron. How are you? Hi, how are you going? Yours is, yours is wonderfully obscure. Talk us through it, sir. Uh, it's got taking a leap out of Chance's book. Yeah. Um, and they had a classic plot line which involved Eva Braun's necklace, mummies and Nazis. That's right. And if you put the necklace on, didn't you turn into Eva Braun or something like that? Something like that, yeah. She's like a uh, like a, some ancient pharaoh that she would, she, that would possess you. Yeah. So you're saying, so who needs it? What, which show do you think we should you bring the necklace in? Well, Neighbours is always good. I mean, you can always ask Harold. Yeah. Oh, we're looking at Harold. Well, right wing tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> and mummies? We're getting mummies in there now. Zombies? Why not? Maybe a secret uh, Nazi bunker underneath Ramsey Street. Okay. How about this, Aaron? How about Harold? Harold puts on the necklace, right? God knows. I don't know how that's going to happen anyway. But Harold puts on a necklace, maybe for a fancy dress party. All of the dead neighbours that have uh, that oh, have passed yes. away rise Ooh. up zombie style and try and eat the current cast. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, and you can also get a sort of Frankenfurter thing going with um, Harold. Yeah, <laughs> wow. a lot of ideas. People are very keen to get Harold into women's clothing. Have you noticed that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Bad idea. Touche, Aaron. Hello, Cam. How are you? Cam, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, mate. Uh, nice. Hello, sir. What uh, what what are we going to do? What do they need? Um, I reckon they should mix faulty towers with home and away. That's an excellent idea. Uh, How would you do that? Um, I, I reckon get an old building that's somewhere near the school mm. and get the faulties in, and Manuel into that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, is, is Alf still on home and away? He is, yeah, he, is. he is. He hasn't been zombified yet? Nah, no. <laughs> Flaming hell, no. <laughs> so would he be the would he be lashing his own car with a tree trunk or trying to smuggle a, a dead body out of the hotel? I Bit like of that it. for Alf. I like it. I don't know. Can you imagine the, the havoc that Manuel could wreak at um at bloody Summer Bay High School? That oh, is yeah. great. <laughs> so, Manuel becomes principal of Summer Bay High School. <laughs> Vote for Manuel. <laughs> you are talking sense. Too many good ideas. We'll get to some more okay. in just a moment. Please I'll get on. this. Now, hum to bump. That'll be the Chili Peppers, a new direction for them here at Triple M. Let's get this. <laughs> Kathy Godbold is here. New ideas for Neighbours and Home and Away. Please, listeners, who have we got here? Hello, Rob. Rob? Rob, please. Are you there? Rob. I'm begging you, Rob, please. <laughs> Maybe we can come back to him. Okay, we'll come back to you, Rob. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good morning. Ever- good afternoon, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's how late we're running. Well done. <laughs> Good on you, boys. Listen, I put a fair bit of thought into this. And I apologise because I know that clearly that's not what the show's all about. No, that's right. right. <laughs> nice. nice. But, uh, listen, I thought we could have a um, a big cage match, a la wrestling, ultimate fighting championship, the cast of Home and Away, v the cast of Neighbours on Channel Nine. Oh yes. Oh, Last character standing. Oh, I'm, I'm just trying to think. You know, you get Alf Stewart. Yep. He can be fighting against Harold, Good and yeah. it'll be like whack. 
take that, you flaming puff. And then Harold will go, oh, oh, I don't think that's quite appropriate behaviour, do you? <laughs> good dialogue. Uh, it's great, yeah. Get that's yourself really down the ideas, idea. uh, Steve. Spot yeah. on. That's exactly Always what we're. Boys. That's exactly what we're thinking. <laughs> and the last character standing starts their own spin-off. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where they're the, like the mayor of both wherever, whatever, yep. Summer Bay mm. and Erinsborough, mm. and they can start. You know, like a Soprano style. Yeah. They can start kind of build it up from scratch. Yeah, that's a good idea. This is good stuff, Steve. Thank yeah. you, sir. A few more whackings in the show. A bit more violence. Were you ever involved in a fight on either of those shows, Kathy? Uh, no, no, I haven't been lucky enough. I am looking forward to maybe. <laughs> Getting a job and then yeah, just maybe putting that, some that ghost some, that ghost could bite some ass. <laughs> that ghost could come back, be involved in a fight, throw a punch. Uh, hello there. Now you're hello. Who's this? Tony. Tony, how are you, sir? What do you think? What's going to happen? What do we need? Mate, I reckon they should replace Alf off home and away with Alf, the little alien. Oh, oh, the alien from Melmac. The alien from Melmac with That's a turd for a nose. Um, <laughs> if you remember. I'm starting of a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> And well uh, <laughs> still got some extras in the background, that bloke. Oh, that's a classic. There's probably not much else to say about that apart no. from spot on. Yeah, uh, let's get Alf back on screen. Brett, how are you? Yeah, g'day guys, how you doing? Excellent, what do we need? I was thinking um, when the Simpsons are struggling for ideas, they always take off other shows. Mm. Yeah. So, the, so Neighbours could take off the Simpsons. Oh. I see what you're saying. Yeah, what sort of parallels can you envisage there? Well, you've got Lester's could be turned into Moe's Tavern. Good. Yes. Um, you've got uh, Neighbours, uh, sorry, Erinsborough High could turn into Springfield Elementary. Good. Yep, yep. Carl, uh, Dr. Carl, Dr. Hibbert. Good. This is, this is starting, it's all starting to make sense. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Is there a... I think, I think Carol could be Flanders with his goody two-shoes later. Very good. Who's going to play Disco Stew? Tony. <laughs> I was thinking Tony could be the fat comic book guy. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Is there anyone uh, with just one leg in The Simpsons? You've got the Vietnam vet bloke. No, 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 the the sea captain. Oh, the sea captain. Yeah, yeah, Paul Robinson is the sea (laughs) captain. (laughs) That's a good... I wonder how he does that. That's such such good acting. Have you seen it? What what sort of effects are they employing? Always on a couch with a hole drilled in it? I've never met him. I would say he does what... what, I went into the Saddle Club and one of the girls... um, had to do that limp, and she just put stones. Ah, oh, stones in her, in her shoes. shoes. Okay. So she'd be in constant pain. Oh. <laughs> Method, I like it. Method yeah. acting. Wow. Hey, Ralph, how are you? Oh, pretty good. How was that guy, Rob, eh? This man's a dentist, so we uh, can't put his call to air. <laughs> oh, look, everyone's working today. I like it. Hey, Ralph. Good on you. What's your suggestion, Ralph? Well, I reckon tried and true, mate. Uh, go the old uh, bomb in the delicatessen job. Bomb in the deli. <laughs> Now, which uh, who's going to plant it? I'm thinking. Obviously, Greg Fleet's going to plant it. (laughs) Now, uh, which deli are we thinking? The one we're talking uh, Erinsborough or Summer Bay here? Well, I reckon we could do a a similar plot line. You know, like one in each each show. Oh, multiple bodies. I love that, Ralph. Yeah. And, why, and so it's obviously going to be Fleet that's up to it. But why would you know? What's yeah. he thinking? What's what's why? Why is it happening? Well, it, it's well, well, you can just just imagine Alf, couldn't you? Ah, oh, bomb the flame and deli, would you? <laughs> <laughs> this usually happens because uh, a number of actors start making pay claims. Is yeah, that right, Captain? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> so usually, when the actors want to raise, somebody will walk past the props department and see somebody <laughs> painting a cardboard bomb up. <laughs> 
with wires sticking out. Can't tell you what this is for. <laughs> Everyone will be dying in order yes. of least hotness. You just look on the call sheet for the next week and you go, oh, uh, I'm, I'm not on it. Have we got time for one final suggestion, Ed? How are you, Sean? How are you, guys? What's going on? What do we need? Mate, I've come to the conclusion there's not enough violence mm. and not enough gore on, it on either show. Fair enough. So remember that old horror movie Hellraiser? Oh, yes. yes. Yep. The bloke that plays Pinhead, mm. he could go on either one of the shows and just tear the place apart. Yeah. But <laughs> maybe, let's let but, loose Pinhead. But maybe Pinhead could be the hot new love interest first. Yeah. So for the few, first few weeks, Pinhead's just making out with people at the beach. Yeah, it's very painful, obviously. Yeah, but, but good TV. <laughs> and, then, and then he snaps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Someone beats him... Uh, mm. In a surf life-saving race in Summer Bay, perhaps. Yep. Perhaps he's uh, perhaps uh, oh, perhaps uh, Paul Robinson plays a dirty trick on him in Erinsborough, and then yeah. he snaps. He yeah. might get a dodgy a dodgy coffee from the cafe or something like that. Dodgy coffee from the oh. cafe, and, and maybe just sick of people hanging their keys on his face. <laughs> and after a certain amount of time, he's had enough. <laughs> snaps. Great ideas. Let loose. Pin. I'd like to see Harold in the full pinhead makeup. Mm. That's a good. That'd be good. That's a good if you idea. ever saw Saw one or two, mm. anything from that where they're just all <laughs> locked up in a dark room, tied together, and they have to yeah. saw each other's legs off. Wow. You must have had a fun time working on those shows. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back to these are great ideas as great always ideas. from our callers. Thanks to everyone who did call in, and uh, even those who didn't make it to here. We'll be back to wind up the show in a moment. I'll get this. Oh, thank you very much, Talba. Winding up another round of Get This. Thank you very much, Kathy Gobbob. Thanks for having me, dudes. Yeah, Yeah, thanks for talking rubbish with us for a whole hour. Hey, I do it all day. It's gorgeous. (laughs) Uh, We've got so many suggestions from our listeners we've got to write down. I reckon we write down all these ideas they're coming up with for Neighbours at Home and Away, and then we just steal them for Passiona High. That's a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Our cereal that's hopefully uh, coming back this year. That'd be great. And, uh, yes, thanks to everyone who called. And I think our key phrase today was that fabulous new prize pack. Oh, I just want to mention the king. Kathy, when is the king on? Uh, It'll be on later this year on Fox and then probably early next year on Channel 9. There we go. That's two for one. Here we go. Very nice. Our fabulous prize pack, including... A freshwater crocodile, a python and several types of lizards. We'll be back tomorrow with Ryan Shelton. And it's all thanks to you know who? Nobody. There's only one thing that really worries me. Your loss. <laughs>